Well, hey, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Faith and Friends. Actually, welcome to the final episode of 2022. I know, it's crazy, right? This year has been a lot. I mean, countless things can happen in 365 days. And today, it's just going to be you and me. I honestly just wanted to take a few moments to share my heart with you and maybe take some time to reflect on this week's conversations we've shared with our incredible friends here on the podcast and also talk about how to end this year well while also beginning a new chapter, 2023. Well, oh my gosh, like it sounds so weird to even say 2023. Okay, when you were in school or if you're in school now, When you come back from Christmas break, did you ever have a hard time like writing the new year at the top right corner of your paper? Because I remember for the first couple weeks coming back from Christmas break, I would have to use my eraser a lot and be like, oh, that's right, it's a new year. (laughs) And it takes me like a couple weeks to adjust. And you know, in life, I really don't think we allow ourselves enough time to adjust because there is a transition. There is change. And if we don't take time to acknowledge this, I really think we're doing ourselves a disservice because by taking time to reflect, to slow down, to truly be still and know that He is God, to thank Him for getting you through the past 365 days, well, it's going to leave you better with a heart overflowing and an attitude full of gratitude. I've been doing this the past few years of reflecting on just the Lord's goodness of what He's done in and through my life, and it leaves me so much better. And so I honestly just wanted to talk about that with you today. And it's kind of fun because you and I don't get this space where it's just you and me. And so like, I'm really honored that you would join me today. And I'm just pumped to hang out with you because my year, 2022, would not have been the same without you. It's been such a joy to join you on your drives or while you're cooking dinner, folding laundry, at the gym, when you're on your your way to class, you know, between those periods of time. Oh, you name it. I don't know where where you are, but I I love you and I'm so grateful for you. And and I am curious, where do you listen to Faith and Friends? And where are you from? (laughs) Did you have a favorite guest or conversation this year? Seriously, friend, it would mean the absolute world if you would take 30 seconds of your time and leave us a review. This would be super, super helpful as we go into this new year because I can't believe it, but we are going to be heading into season five in 2023, which is so, so exciting because I have so many beautiful things planned and I've just been dreaming with the Lord and I'm so excited and I don't want to give too much away yet, but we've got some big things coming and the Lord is so, so kind and I can't wait to take you along with us. So all that being said, if you could just leave us a review you that would just really be helpful so thank you thank you in advance okay so before we talk about spiritual disciplines and finishing well let's take a moment to just talk about the incredible friends we've chatted with this year there's been some great conversations and i have learned so much from these incredible people that god has placed in our paths and so you can always go back and listen to these sweet conversations but here were a few of my favorites dun, dun, dun. okay Back earlier this year, we got to talk with Lee Allen Baker. If you grew up watching Disney Channel like I did, Good Luck Charlie was such a sweet show. Like, I loved it so much. And Lee Allen Baker was the mom, Amy Duncan, on Good Luck Charlie. And she is an incredible woman of God that is 
just in love with her family, in love with the father, and wants to see our land flourish. She wants to see us prosper right where God has us planted. And that comes alongside fighting for your family. So that's what this episode is called, Fighting for Your Family. It is very eye-opening. And that's all I'm going to say. Y'all need to check it out. It will leave you just with your rocking your socks off. Like it will just rock your socks off. It's so good. And so make sure to check that one out, Fighting for Your Family. I also loved talking with my real life mentor. Like she is my sister. She's my friend. And she's just a couple steps ahead of me in this journey we call life. And her name is Sierra Jo Dominguez. And I love her so much. She is back home in Arkansas where I grew up and she has the most beautiful family and man the Lord has just entrusted her now with this beautiful pottery business and so we talked about parenting and pottery how you can truly run a business while still loving on your babies and doing it well and so I'm just so grateful for her in that conversation it is beautiful if you are a mama if you want to be a mama if you are married if you are running a business You just need to listen to this conversation. It's so, so good. And, oh, I got to tell you. Okay, so Sierra does these custom pieces that you can like get a custom mug or all that. You can do that on her website. And she makes this all like from hand. And it's just so beautiful to have a piece of pottery that is, you know, crafted one of a kind just for you. And so Sierra sent me a picture before Christmas and she was like, I just wanted to share this with you. Your dad bought your mama a mug. And I literally had tears in my eyes. My parents love to go bicycling. They have little e-bikes and there's trails all over Northwest Arkansas where my parents live. And that's like their thing now that they're empty nesters is they go on little bike rides. And so my dad got her a custom mug with a bicycle on it. And it even has her sweet little basket that has some little sunflowers in the front, little fake sunflowers. And oh golly, it was just so sweet and thoughtful and intentional. And I just love that. And so that was such a sweet gift. So if you're looking for some little pottery, that's just an incredible quality. You should check out Sierra's Pottery, but that episode's incredible and I pray that it blesses your heart. Okay, one of my next favorite episodes was talking with Alexandra V. Hoover. Her episode is called How to Trust God's Heart by Tracing His Hand. And we talk about her new book. And my gosh, I can't begin to tell you what an honor it was to talk with this sister at the time that we ended up having this podcast taping. Because that same week like the couple weeks before her book was just about to come out and a family member of hers passed away. And she was having to literally live out the message of her book in real time as it was releasing, holding joy and sorrow so closely to her heart while birthing something new into this world of this beautiful book and this message that the Lord has crafted on her heart while mourning the loss of a member of her family. And just to see her walk through that season even now, like it was just really, really beautiful. And then God was so kind and I got to meet her in person this fall and she is oh just the same as she was on the podcast and even better in person. I got to hug her and she's an incredible woman of God and that book is incredible. You should check it out. The book is called Eyes Up, How to Trust God's Heart by Tracing His Hand and that episode was very, very powerful. And okay, here we go. Our girl Ainsley B with her book, Don't Date a Boo-Boo Dude. Let me tell you what, that book you need to read. Like I loved it so, so much. I even got to go to the book launch party that she had. She had it here 
Nashville and it was just a sweet, sweet time to truly rejoice even through when the Lord takes you through hard seasons of dating a boo-boo dude. And she'll explain what boo-boo means and that it's just so funny. She's from Louisiana and she said that that was just like a term that her and her girlfriends made up like, oh, that's so boo-boo. Like, <laughs> it was just hilarious. But seriously though, um, she talks about red flags and green flags and also some um, not good traits in, in someone that you maybe shouldn't be with, you know, all those things. But, you know, we always love talking about dating and relationships and love and all those good things. And so that episode, I highly recommend. I read that book in like less than two days because it was just so good. And Ainsley is just, she's a real one. She's just awesome. And she's the big sister I didn't know I needed, you know. So totally check out that Don't Date a Boo Boo Dude because we don't want boo boo dudes. We want Good, good dudes, you know? Godly dudes. (laughs) Okay, now, this next conversation we had, holy cow, like, wowee. Okay, Tori Hope Peterson. She was Mrs. Universe. She is a, a foster care youth advocate. She herself was in the foster care system, and now she is just doing all these incredible things for the Lord by just sharing her story. And I cannot love her more. Like, Oh, wowie. So our episode is called Foster Care and Freedom in Christ. And I saw this video of her that went viral of her sharing her testimony. You may have seen it where it's just a sweet Tori holding up little note cards. And it says like at age nine, this happened. At age 16, this happened. And it was so powerful. And she didn't even say a word. You just read the note cards and it left you in tears. And I saw that. And then a couple weeks later, I interviewed her and it was just so, so sweet. And we got to share this conversation about her new book called Fostered. And so I had this conversation with her before I even read the book. And I loved her already. Like, she was a sister in the Lord. And I just enjoyed my time with her. And we are still besties to this day. Like, I just can't wait until God lets us hug each other in person. But then, after our interview, I got her book. And so I was reading it. And I was like, whoa. Like, it was one of the best books I've ever read. And it's just her story. And she shares it so honestly. And she just, oh my word, pours her heart out. And I can't tell you, like... It was just so powerful and I just cannot wait until I'm I'm in a season where I can foster one day, but I'm such an advocate for fostering and adopting and hearing her story just made me say yes and amen. This is definitely something we need to lean into more. And so please, please, please check that episode out. So, so good. Okay, now let's talk about the Bible for a minute. I love the Bible. The Bible's incredible, but sometimes... Have you ever been in church? I remember when I was a little kid and reading my little Bible that my mom and dad gave me. And I was like, why Why is he saying different words than I'm saying and reading in my Bible? Well, that's because there's different Bible translations. And sometimes we just need to take a step back and talk about Bible translations and what they are and what might be best for us in this journey as we go through life in different seasons that the Lord takes us through. So we're going to talk about that. This episode is called The Beauty of the Bible with our friend Katie, and she is the founder of Hosanna Revival. Hosanna Revival is a beautiful Bible company that she paints Bibles, and in this episode you'll hear how she founded this beautiful business with the Lord. It's such an incredible ministry, how it was really birthed out of her, you know, just wanting to share the Bible with her own family, which is so cool. 
And so she began painting Bibles and now she paints Bibles and paints journals and her Bibles are everywhere and I just love them so, so much. They're stunning. And man, we talk about different Bible translations from word to word translation to thought for thought translation, how those came about and all that goodness. And I am just super grateful for that conversation. It's been really helpful for me and even like helping my friends as they ask me like, hey, what Bible translation should I use? What do you use? Or what does that mean? And so that just answers some really good questions that, you know, need need some just really, you know, straightforward answers. So I pray that that blesses your heart. And now let me tell you what about this next, this next guest that we had. Oh, friends. Oh, they have been on the dream list of mine. I have been wanting to interview the Kendrick brothers since the beginning of Faith and Friends. War Room has changed my life. If we're friends on Instagram, you know I love my prayer closet. And that's how I start my mornings is just a coffee date with Jesus. And oh, wow. I just love the movie War Room. And I love all the films that they've made. And this year, they released their new one, Life Mark, which is about adoption. It's their first film based on a true story and so our episode is called it's hard to argue with the truth the Kendrick brothers made this film with Kirk Cameron and it is incredible I went to the theaters and saw it with my dad and my brother and that was just so special to share that with them and so talking with the Kendricks Alex and Steven they're incredible like I'm so grateful for their ministry and I've always wanted to thank them I've always wanted to thank them for making incredible content without compromising the gospel. And I was just so beyond grateful that the Lord gave us that opportunity to spend a few moments with them. And so I pray that that conversation blesses your heart and you should check out their movies. We all love a good movie. And it's true, like someone may go to the theater with you to see a movie that they wouldn't maybe join you on a Sunday morning for church. And so I just think that that was such a sweet time and I'm so grateful for that time that we had with them. And also, last but not least, our sweet friend who tells us all about her Jesus, Anne Wilson. You've probably heard this sister on the radio. I love her dearly. She is incredible. I'm just so blown away by her voice she is one of my favorite voices like truly God has blessed her abundantly with just a voice to proclaim his name to the nations and it's incredible so we talked about her new book from heartache to hope that's the tagline the subtitle to the song which we all know and love my Jesus which is the title of this book and it tells about the story of how she lost her brother in an accident and how she has truly journeyed with her family from this from this place of heartache to hope in Jesus and how they truly had to each grieve in their own way and how this is what amazed me and didn't always want to do music like she oh should I just tell you or should I let her tell you herself mm, I'll tell you but you should go listen to the episode she wanted to be an astronaut like I literally think that that's so amazing she was so fascinated and still is she's fascinated with space and I just love that sister she's incredible she has such a peace about her and even just talking to her you can hear it through her voice like she knows her Jesus and what I think is so amazing and oh I feel like I'm spoiling the episode but go go listen but the two guys that she wrote it with Jeff Pardo and Matthew West they all came into that writing session with the same title 
they all wanted to write something called My Jesus, which I just find amazing because that just doesn't happen. Like that is not a coincidence. It's so amazing and divine that the Lord would craft that song in and through them for such a time as this. And it's really been such an anthem for us this year. And I'm so grateful for her and her beautiful ministry of music. Okay, those were some of my favorite episodes. I would love to hear again from you if you could leave us a review and tell us your favorite episodes that you have just joined in on the conversation this year. It's been such a sweet time. And oh my goodness, I cannot wait for next year. Like seriously, it's going to be such a sweet time. But before we head into the new year, let's just take a minute to reflect. What has this year been like for you? Has it been like and her story? Has it been a year of heartache to hope? <laughs> Maybe have you dated a boo-boo dude? Has this been a season of fighting for your family? Have you fell in love with the beauty of the Bible? Maybe this next year that's a goal of yours is to fall more in love with Jesus. <laughs> have you watched some good movies this year that have pointed you to Jesus? Have you found freedom in Christ? Maybe you started a new season of going to college or maybe you're finishing up high school or you just got married or, oh my goodness, you got engaged or maybe you went through a breakup and you thought he was the one and now you're kind of starting over when you didn't think that starting over was even in the cards for you. I want you to know I'm here. I see you. I love you. And I'm proud of you. And the Lord is with you. He is with you always to the end of the age. He sees your heart right where you are and he wants you to come. He says, come to me all you who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest. He wants to give you rest. And so before we hit the ground running, allow yourself to rest, to be still and to know that he is God. And so one thing I do at the end of December that I totally encourage you to do is I just take some time. I leave my phone in the other room. I don't have a timeline. And I just sit with a journal, a little notebook, and I just talk to God about the year. Not in order of like, this happened in January, this happened in February, March, April, May, June, July. You know, I don't do that. But I just kind of, as things come to mind, I'm like, wow, Lord, I can't believe this happened. And then this happened Oh, wow. And then remember two months before when when I met these people or you had me nannying for this family or remember when I was graduating from college and oh, wow, like I can't believe that that was this year. It leads us to a deepening of our faith. And it also, like Alexandra's episode, we can learn to better trust God's heart by tracing his hand through the way that he has been intimately weaving our stories this year. It's powerful. It is so, so powerful. And so take time to remember. I think Ellie Holcomb has a book called this. <laughs> it's called Don't Forget to Remember. It's a children's book. <laughs> oh, So don't forget to remember. And so I just pray that you would take time to thank him. Because although it's been hard and there has been heartache, we are not a people that are without hope. We have hope. Our hope has a name. His name is Jesus. So let's just speak Jesus over this year. And so let me ask you two questions, friend. What has been in your life this year that has been pushing you closer to God? 
Who in your life has been pushing you closer to God? Who reflects heaven? Who brings you joy? What has brought you joy? Maybe this is a good time to thank them. To say, hey, you remember that time a couple months ago where we had coffee or when we were out for that late night drive or we went to Sonic after class or I don't know, you walked me back to the parking garage after class. I don't know. But just those little moments. It's in the little moments that I truly believe the biggest things happen. Or where we sit and listen to a friend that maybe our heart is opened in a new way. This is a great chance to thank them. To thank them for being a part of your story this year. But on the flip side of that, as you journal with the Lord and just spend some time in reflection, what has been in your life that has been maybe taking you away from God? Who has been a voice of confusion or doubt in your story that hasn't been pointing you to heaven? As we end this chapter and we turn the page to a fresh new new year where, you know, truly we may not know what the story holds, but he does. The author of it knows what is coming and he prepared it in advance for you to do. And so this is, you know, there's no script and you'll probably hear the pages of my Bible turning, but (laughs) I hope you do. I love the Bible, but I wanted to share a few verses with you and maybe you can tuck these in your heart because I know it can be kind of scary as we walk into the unknown, but truly he is the lamp into our feet, the light into our path. And we have nothing to be afraid of because he has planned all this in advance for us to do. So take heart. He has overcome the world. I'm so grateful for that fact. And I love this verse in Ephesians 2:10 where it says, "For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works." I'm going to stop us there, friend. You are created for good works. God wants to do good things in and through you, and that doesn't stop just because the year has ended. The good works continue. And as this verse goes on, it says, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. God prepared this good work for you to do beforehand so you could just walk in it. Jesus is not in a hurry. He never ran anywhere. You are right where you need to be, friend, right in this season. And so be where your feet are. Be fully present in this season. That is the best gift you could give anyone is the gift of your presence. That is the ultimate present. And so just be present with Jesus and walk with him. And so I pray that that gives you peace as we go into this new season of he's prepared this in advance for you to do. And I remember when I did one of those little question box boxes at the beginning of January and I'm like woohoo 2022 new year you have any questions (laughs) I remember I did it on a snow day because we got some snow here in Tennessee and someone asked me what are you most excited about in 2022 and I was like whoa (laughs) no one had asked me that yet and I I sat there for a second and then I smiled I remember and I just responded very short it, it wasn't a long thing or a long list of things I was excited for I just responded I'm excited for the things I don't even know about yet <laughs> and having that heart posture too allows the Lord to surprise us it gives gives us an open heart to look for the adventure of what God may have around every corner through our days together which is so exciting and so What are you excited for in 2023? I hope you're excited for the things that God has planned that you don't even know about yet. 
So get excited and stay expectant. And so one of the spiritual practices that I have in my life that I am so grateful for that changed my life was journaling my prayers. And so I've been posting a few reels about my prayer closet and um, journaling and all sorts of things. And so totally head on over to I Am George Brown and I just kind of share more in detail about that. But it's it's just such a beautiful thing to be able to um, write down my prayers and it keeps me from distraction. And it also, again, helps me trace God's hand by trusting his heart even more by seeing the things that he has brought me from. And honestly, how he has just changed my heart in the way that I pray. Like when I first started this, I would be like, Lord, I'm anxious or Lord, I need help or help me get through this test. And now I'm just like, hey, (laughs) I just want to be with you and I just want to know you. And it's just this beautiful friendship. And I just love it so, so much. And I just pray that you would fall more and more in love with him. And so another beautiful thing that I love that the Lord kind of expects us to do as Christians. It doesn't say if in scripture. It says when. So if you go to Matthew 6, if you have your Bible, and if you're driving, please keep those hands at 10 and 2, and I'll just read it for you. But it talks about when you pray and when you fast as believers. So that was something that changed the trajectory of my year, was fasting. I had never really done a fast, but I was attending Church of the City Franklin here in good old Tennessee, and they do a corporate fast at the beginning of every year, a 21 days of prayer and fasting. And your church may do some something similar. And I think that's incredible. You should totally join in. I cannot begin to tell you how, like, my whole year was different because of this. And so truly abstaining from food is great for your body first of all it helps your body I'm not scientifical and all that stuff but I watched some YouTube videos from doctors and it talked about how your body goes back into regulating itself in such a beautiful way by abstaining from food and intermittent fasting and all this beautiful stuff so obviously this is between you and God I'm not telling you how to do this but you know if if it matters to God it matters to me because you matter to God and you matter to me sweet friend and that's more we're gonna We're going to talk about that more going into 2023 as a theme for the podcast of Faith and Friends. But, oh, in the Bible it talks about whenever you fast. So I'm just going to read this. But it says in verse 16 of Matthew 6, Whenever you fast, do not put on a gloomy face as the hypocrites do, for they neglect their appearance so that they will be noticed by men when they are fasting. Truly, I say to you, they have their reward in full. But when you, when you fast, anoint your head with oil and wash your face so that your fasting will not be noticed by men but by your father who is in secret and your father who sees what is done in secret will words are hard sometimes (laughs) will reward you so friends when you're fasting wash your face as my mentor says put on some makeup boys make sure to shower put on some deodorant (laughs) and so truly do what is done in secret because Your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And so we're not fasting. We're not praying to to show ourselves to men and women as holier than thou. We are doing this for our Lord and Savior. And so we want to know more of him. So truly, do you desire the Lord more than food? I'm just going to leave that there. That was something that I 
truly, whoo-wee, it was a sanctifying thing this year, but I cannot begin to tell you, I heard his voice so clear, and it wasn't this audible booming voice from heaven, but it was this still peace that I would just lean into, and the more you lean into it, the more you can hear his heartbeat, and it's just so beautiful and so powerful. And so, alongside doing that 21-day fast, then throughout the year, I fasted the first Saturday of every month, so I wouldn't eat at all on that first Saturday, and truly, that was just kind of me signifying hey Lord like I give this month back to you and I would just kind of surrender that and you know what the Lord didn't ask me to do that that was something I just did and so sometimes there are things of like I'm feeling the Lord asking me to fast and pray about something or there's times where you're just like I just want to know more of the Lord I'm gonna fast and it's just a beautiful thing so this is your journey with him it is a personal intimate relationship you explore it yourself and I'm just telling you what I have learned over my journey and so I pray that it encourages you and maybe sparks some um just ideas on how you can go along in your own personal journey with him because it's so exciting and he loves you so much. So I also want to say this, a social media quote unquote fast is not a fast. A fast is abstaining from food. And so it's great to take social media breaks because social media can be a very big idol and a roadblock in our life that can truly keep us from hearing God's voice or just honestly living our life and having fun outside of the walls of an app, you know? And so maybe that's something that you would say that is taking you away from God as we evaluate that question. So maybe this next year you put some time limits on social media or different things of like watching Netflix or YouTube or different things because if you care about something there will be boundaries around it. Boundaries are biblical, boundaries are beautiful and I talk about this a lot in a Tuesday talk that we did on an Instagram live. You can totally check that out at I am Georgia Brown. I love to hang out on Instagram. It is just such a fun little corner of the world and so if we're not friends on there let's connect. It's such a sweet place and platform to just shine God's light and be a city on a hill that cannot be hidden and I just love it and so join me as we just truly bring joy and light to social media which can be a dark place but when you dedicate things back to the Lord oh goodness and mercy flow from them so those are just a few things that I just wanted to share with you I pray that it has just kind of encouraged your heart in some way today friend and I love you so much you have literally no idea I am so grateful for your life and for your story and truly it is so true like there is a song on your heart only you can sing and your voice is so important no one else has your voice and I'm so excited for you to discover more and more the way that the Lord has made your voice to shine and sing for him through a song or through just the calling that he has placed upon your life. So as we end this year and this episode, and y'all know if you've been following the podcast, we've just kind of evolved in some ways. And one of the new things that I cannot believe we didn't implement sooner was praying at the end of every episode of our time together because prayer is our most powerful weapon and it's just talking to our Father in heaven and there is no greater honor and joy than lifting you back up to Him. And so I would love if you would join me in prayer as we finish our time together. Lord God, I just thank you for who you are 
And as I come before you, I enter your gates with praise and thanksgiving because you are just so worthy and what a joy it is to even come before your throne of grace. And I come before you confidently knowing that you are with us. You are Emmanuel God with us. I thank you for the Holy Spirit and for your son Jesus God. I thank you that you are three in one and I thank you that the veil has been torn and that we can just talk to you. And so Lord, thank you for this year. There's been a lot. I have cried my fair share of tears. I have had my fair share of belly laughs until my my little abs hurt. <laughs> and I have had some wonderful conversations with friends. And I've also had to make some hard decisions. Lord, I have wanted to hear your voice clear. And all these things that I say, I'm, I'm sure our friends have experienced this too. Heartache, hope, joy, sorrow, maybe some loss. There have been so many hard things, Lord, from miscarriages to financial struggles to um, maybe feeling abandoned or lost in their calling to maybe some exciting things like promotions or a transition or getting married or getting engaged or starting new friendships, Lord, you name it. There's been a lot of life happening and you see it all. And so, Lord, I just pray that as we end these days together of this year, that we would recognize you at the center of it all. That we would just acknowledge you and turn our face towards heaven and seek first your kingdom and your righteousness, knowing that all these other things, they'll be added unto us. So God, I thank you that you have prepared these works for us to do in advance, these good works. And so I thank you for 2023 in advance. I thank you that you are already there. I am so, so grateful. And so God, I just pray that all of our friends listening under the sound of my voice would just truly have a peace that surpasses all understanding, knowing that you are guarding their heart and their mind in Christ Jesus. And as we go into this new year, I armor them up in the spirit, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the shoes of gospel peace, the sword of the spirit, and the shield of faith, God. And I pray that joy that the joy of the Lord would be their strength, God. That they would not fear anything that truly you did not give us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind, God. I just pray that you would give them eyes to see and ears to hear what you are doing and that they would have their appetite changed to want more of you. And so God, just show us the way. Show us your glory and lead us into the path of life and everlasting. And so Lord, I love you so, so much. Thank you for being our father and our friend. Thank you for Jesus. And God, may we lean into the Holy Spirit. Oh, you're so good. Thank you for my friends. I love them so, so much. Mm. And it's in the mighty and perfect name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Friend. Thank you so much for joining me. This was so fun. I'm so grateful that we got to spend this time together and that you'd just spend a few minutes of your day with me. I am so much very looking forward to all of our conversations in 2023. Please subscribe. Please leave us a review. That would be so, so helpful to me and the team. And I'm just so grateful to grow in my faith with you, my sweet, sweet friend. Okay, until next time, do not forget, there is a song on your heart only you can sing. Your voice is important. Bye.